Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and e hisikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Mammon Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your hosts, Gary Dodge. And Sheena Mapus. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. And I would like to remind people that request that you send in your COVID-19 related questions into us via email at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Thanks for having me back. Um, okay, so this week um, there was a revision in CDC guidelines. Was there actually a revision? Because I know that they had put it out and then they took it back. And is it actually revised now? <laughs> yeah. So I'm confused. The CDC, they, did, they did put out some updated information. Uh, as far as guidelines go, they didn't, they, they may have uh, updated and then retracted it. So um, the standards for like social distancing and mask wearing and stuff are the same as they had been. A uh, little to no change. They did say that the, the World Health Organization or the WHO uh, did update some of their stuff. Uh, so some of the international standards have changed. Doesn't really affect us here on the reservation. Um, but they are looking into changing some of the, the, the mandates and, and recommendations. Can you talk about what that is in regards to? Well, they're finding that uh, transmission of of COVID isn't um, it isn't a long range, or at least they think at this point it isn't a long range transmission transmissible um, respiratory condition. So there are things out there like measles, which you know when someone breathes it out, it stays in the air for a really long time, um, and they can be a significant distance away from you know well over you know ten to to twenty feet, and someone can, can contract it. Um, they're finding that that's not necessarily the case with COVID. And they're thinking it's it's much more of, they say, a one meter um, with the WHO because they're international. That's three feet for those of us who use real measurements. And, um, you know, the CDC is still recommending, you know, six feet for physical distancing from, from individuals. So uh, that's... That's what they've been uh, looking into is, as far as, as how long it stays um, within the air and if, you know, air, how quickly air circulation and things like outdoor winds uh, remove the virus and make it safe for you to breathe again. Um, I have seen some people saying um, that the gators, which you didn't know what I meant when I sent you this question. I didn't. So. I was like, what's a gator? <laughs> I was like, maybe I should explain what this is. Um, but it's those kind of masks that people wear where it's kind of like a tube around right. your neck and then right. you pull it up over your mouth. Um, I had heard that those are less effective than other masks um, and actually that they're worse than wearing no mask. Can Is there any truth to that? Yeah, so initially I literally thought it was the the reptile, and I was like, "Why is this? Why are we talking about gators and COVID?" Um, yeah, they are worse than a regular mask, particularly um, any type of mask that has um, a metal piece that seals around the nose. Um, they also don't seal around the mouth. There's not a lot of data around them, um, but they they do also collect like sweat 
and you know oils from your neck since they you know hang down farther than a regular mask would um it's not necessarily covid that they're catching could be bacteria or other viruses and stuff um but we don't recommend using them um professionally i can't endorse them as an epidemiologist due to the lack of data um, but the initial stuff we've seen shows that they're not an ideal option um, and i can't say you know for certain whether or not they're better than no mask at all um, but i would discourage using them at this point until we find out more about them <clears throat> um so i've heard a lot of people claim this for quite some time but it's kind of been brought to the forefront again because president trump tweeted this i think or and or posted on facebook i don't know um so he had said that the flu is more dangerous or has a higher more mortality rate than covid19 is that true or false so that also is a great question to ask right now because um this week the world health organization came out with new estimates regarding how many people have actually been infected with covid and they're saying globally um it could be as high as 750 million people so if that's the case that means the 1 million people that have died from covid um you know well they are still dead, which is a sad situation. But it means the fatality rate of the disease is significantly lower um, than we initially thought. It's it's um, if that number is true, it would be closer to um, a 0 0.019, which is right around the flu, versus a two to three percent, like we're seeing. Um, now, kind of a side note on that, um, you know, the U.S. has some of the most actually has the most stringent testing regulations in the world so uh, you could test positive for covid here in the u.s and another country might not consider you covid positive so people that you know would be tested here could be positive so there may be um, a wider spread globally than we initially thought um, in any case we're still kind of working on those numbers a lot of the um, antibody testing um, suggests that the disease is also wider spread than um, the current viral testings that are out there. Um, so it may have a lower infection rate, but we're still working on making sure those numbers are accurate. If it is lower, that's fantastic. Um, one thing we have found, though, is because of the precautions that have been put in place, um, you know, nationally, the uh, transmission rate has actually been far lower than we initially thought. Um, in in some states, and I think including in, in Wisconsin, instead of a, a two or three transmission rate, um, we've brought it down to about a 1.6, which is fantastic because that means um, the the rate of new cases will slowly climb. And if we can keep working on um, you know prevention techniques, washing hands, you know face masks, social distancing, um, we might be able to turn that. Uh, that trend uh, downward a lot sooner than we initially thought. So there is possibly good news. Um, we'll get back to you on that one, though. All right, we're getting um, closer to Halloween, and um, I was just wondering, will there be house-to-house uh, -house trick or treating this year? So we couldn't we couldn't endorse house-to-house -house trick or treating this year at Incident Command um, because. That's a great way to transmit uh, germs across the community. Uh, one of the options we are looking at right now is kind of a drive-through Halloween event where um, you know a family can go take their kids and receive 
you know, a small bag of trick-or-treating candy and stuff for each child with them. Um, and that way it would, it would decrease the amount of person-to-person contact. Um, so we're looking at that right now. I believe that's in the planning stages and we'll have more, uh, more details on that to come. All right. And then, um, what are some other safer options besides trick-or-treating that parents can do? You know, you can always do stuff with a family. Um, I know some people were talking about doing the backyard carnival thing with the Shawano Fair and also with Halloween. Um, you know, I always enjoyed the donut on the string and bobbing for apples, but I did not like that one where you had to put your hand in something you couldn't see. I have a very sensitive gag reflex and that always gave me the willies as a kid. Just keep that in mind. But that's something you can do with your kids. So, you know, be creative, do something fun, um, celebrate with family. And then also hunting season is here. Um, I know that some hunt in big groups and some are lone hunters. They go hunting alone. Uh, I was wondering what are some ways that um, hunters can help stop the spread of COVID? Yeah, if you're if you're hunting with groups, definitely, you know, stay spread apart um, from your group. Um, and if you are if you're camping, consider using um, individualized tents, campers or sleeping bags. So you're not in a confined space like a tent. Um, with several other people that aren't members of your immediate household. Um, Also make sure you keep washing your hands. I know sanitation can sometimes be a challenge when you're out in the woods, um, but if you can't wash with soap and water, make sure you have hand sanitizer with you and, you know, try not to touch your face or be around uh, your hunting buddies. So those would be the recommendations, pretty similar to what we're asking people to do in the community anyways. What impact does Governor Evers emergency orders have that he was that yesterday that like that that was released or he announced that his new order came out so technically yeah. the tribe isn't under any sort of um regulations to, or, or requirements to follow state law um that said the incident command has been trying to um match state regulations as much as possible um and you know stay in in compliance with what's being asked um in the event that we don't feel that the state's um, recommendations are, you know, um, I guess stringent enough or, or you know, take enough precaution, um, the tribe and the IC team has, um, it has the right to implement its own rules and regulations and stuff in addition to or um, in complete opposition to whatever the state says. So there, there are some barons on what the tribe does. Um, Long term, though, we're we're going to probably follow those recommendations that the governor has put out um, so that, you know, individuals that may come from outside of the reservation area uh, will, you know, be familiar with what's going on. That said, you know, we do have things in place that uh, the state can't put in place, like um, the curfew uh, and stuff to help, you know, decrease, you know, house to house transmission. Um so yeah, does it does it, you feel that answers your question, Sheena? <laughs> yeah, it does. Awesome, great. Thanks for joining us, Vaughn, as hey, usual. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. And stay safe and healthy out there, everyone. Why Wannan for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. 
We do weekly updates with Vaughn and we do welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. So please send those into us via email at podcast at mitw.org.